Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Halfway through the work week. And in honor of that, we've got a uh, shortened show today. Welcome, friends. Atlanta's News to Talk with Mark Aram. Today, with you till 6.30 as we make way for Georgia Bulldog basketball. Dogs taking on Auburn, I believe, today. Them Tigers uh, of Alabama. Got a massively fun show, though. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review at 5.37, 6.07. Giving away more SEAL tickets, Longoria, during Millennial Match Game. And... Randy's playing Millennial Match Game, and she's going to be in studio. I'm very, oh, wow. yeah, yeah cool. very, very excited about that. Tom Brady retires again. I might talk yeah. about, uh, not Tom Brady, but retirement, the dream of retirement anyway. Mm. Uh, I, st- I still haven't talked about the possible tobacco tax uh, increase in common items you've never owned in your life. So just let those rattle around your noodle in just a second. I think one of my... You remember that episode of uh, The Office when Michael Scott goes to corporate to interview for Jan's job? He doesn't know it's Jan's job. And they said, what, what are your biggest strengths? Mm-hmm. Or, and then he says, and they said, what are your biggest weaknesses? And he names, I work too hard. I care too much. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, those, he goes, those don't really seem like weaknesses. He's like, you know, whatever, Michael Scott. Right, right. I'm going to say something similar to what Michael Scott said there. Um, I, I think one of my biggest strengths is knowing my weaknesses or knowing okay. my limitations. Right. 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 Okay. I, knowing what you can and can't do. Yes, exactly. Like there's certain things I just know I can't do uh, as far as influence goes. Right. Um, I, I know I don't have the political influence of an Eric Erickson. Like Eric Erickson can. Um, I don't know if he ever does this. But does he ever um, give his endorsement to a candidate? I don't know. But if he did, that would that would move the needle, right? He has he has Mike Pence on his show. He's got he wields a massive amount of political influence. I know I don't have that. I can't even get the freaking mayor to call me back. He won't even respond to a yeah, message. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I I know I don't I don't have that influence. There was a time um, when I had influence in the local sports world. The Braves and the Hawks used to be on uh, this this station. Uh, we still have the dogs, home of the dogs, thank goodness. Um, but back in the day, I had influence. I could call uh, the Hawks up and say, hey, I need two tickets to this game. I need, I want to interview this player. And it, they would make it happen. I had, I had some influence with the Hawks and the Braves. You know, they would, t- they would take care of me. Now, um, I can't even get, I'm trying to get Michael Harris on for an interview. And they're like, yeah, we'll see. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I recognize I don't have that influence in the sports world. The one area where I think I still have influence, and that's probably waning, is in the traffic world. You know, 25 years of reporting traffic, um, it's probably waning. It is definitely waning. But I still, I think I still have enough. For example, a year ago, I came on the air and I, I was and I forgot what road exactly it was. I think it was James Jackson Parkway. I had driven on it before the show and I dubbed it the the worst stretch of pavement in Atlanta. Just it was like Baghdad. The, yeah, I remember it, that. It was so so bad. And you know my 
my influence in the the road world took hold, and then lo and behold, they've they repaved it, and now it's like smooth as silk. So I, I at least I had influence a year ago yeah, when I got yeah. just by this. I'm going to take credit for this. I don't know if it was I, I. I mentioned how horrible James Jackson Parkway was, and they repaved it. it. Might not have been James Jackson Parkway. Yeah, Southwest Atlanta. I forgot the road. Hollowell Park. I don't it know. It was something. I remember you talking. about Yes, it, and they fixed it. I'm going to. I'm going to try to pull my influence one more time. Okay. Within the traffic world, yeah, whatever little you have. Yeah. So yesterday I drove Maya to work in the morning because uh, I needed to use her car, and I was coming home, and I went uh, 85 South heading down from Spaghetti Junction, and then I hooked up with 75 North. You know that sharp ramp there? Oh, yeah. It's a tough ramp when it's perfect pavement. I don't know what the hell has been going on there, but there are, like, moon-sized lunar craters in the pavement. It's really dangerous. It's, like, think of Longoria when you were in high school. Mm -hmm. The kid in your school with the worst acne. (laughs) Okay, yeah. All right? Everyone driving home, we all knew that poor... (laughs) guy or girl that had you know the name don't right, you know right, just right. say it to yourself that's the the roadway equivalent of their face is that wow. and it's this isn't just some random rural road like oh you know john farmer road up in oconee county that needs to be no man this is a really really sharp busy turn i know how many um you know cars go on that and i know I know folks that that handle that. They're doing a lot. Um, they're they're paving 75 Northwest Atlanta. You got the whole 285, uh, 400. But just if they weren't aware, because I, I it was you know it was always kind of shaky. But yesterday morning I was it was really bad. And again, just as a safety uh, heads up, if, if the folks that that take care of the roads aren't aware, how pockmarked. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, wow. that's a new word. Who was the Who was the pockmark kid in your? In your, in your <laughs> gonna you're not going to say. Was it you? Was no, it, it wasn't me. I think I, mean, I, I had my share, but I wasn't. Yeah. You know, riddled. Me with too. Them. <laughs> I would get I, on occasion. I would get one massive zit just on the tip of my nose or on my forehead. Oh, that's like, the worst part. But I didn't have that chronic yeah, yeah. stuff. I feel bad for the the folks that. But they have ways to do that, right? Isn't there a? Didn't Britney Spears endorse some product or something that? I'm sure now there's a vaccine and they never get it. In. Like chicken pox, <laughs> right? Vaccine. We all had chicken pox yeah. with our kids. Now there's a vaccine. You think there's an anti... Probably. Anti-zit uh, oh, vaccine? Wash your face. I don't no, know. No, but I mean, these poor kids would wash their face and they'd still it would break. I just felt so bad for them. That's when you knew you did something in a past life. God's like, <laughs> oh, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm going to give you a little something, something yeah, to your kid. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to uh, bring to attention... To anyone, and, and if you've driven that, please back me up because I don't want to be like, "Oh, this is a talk show bit." Aram's making it up that that if you've driven that that sharp ramp in Midtown Atlanta in Brookwood from eighty five south to seventy five north, please validate my claims at four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Um, all right, so I still have some influence in the traffic world. Uh, just got a text from the DOT; they're going to repave it tomorrow. During the day, really? Yeah. Are so, you serious? Yeah. During traffic hours, so they block everything. Yeah. Well, no. It was during, well, what are you going to do? You got listen. Yeah, just do it during morning rush. All right. I feel better about myself now. <laughs> I feel a lot. I don't have the political influence of an Erickson. I whatever sports influence I I had is is gone pretty much. I literally I'm like Spencer Strider. Can I get Spencer? You don't no. Um, but at least I have yeah. So we're gonna all right. So I took care of it. Yeah. All right. Call up with your 
other <laughs> potholes in that city. No, no, no. <laughs> See, that's the thing about having power, Longoria. Yeah. You've got to use it judiciously. Right, right. <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, you're welcome. That's all. <laughs> well, tomorrow you're welcome. 404 872 I don't know what to talk about now for the rest of the, the, rest of the show. I got, it, I got the problem solved in, in the first 10 minutes of the show. Mark's in Canton, Georgia. Mark, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, I want to know if you guys ever got a uh, Ozzy Osbourne Crazy Train Chipper Jones lineup yesterday for one of those song things. You can talk about that one. Oh, uh, for a hype song? Ozzy yeah. wasn't dropped. No, we had a lot of ACDC, but nobody said Ozzy. Yeah, no, but he's not touring anymore. No, I saw he that. officially retired. All right, our musical correspondent, Deborah Green's on the story. What, what did Ozzy say? About retirement? Yeah. So he's had a lot of health issues like the past five years, and one of them was a spine problem. So he cannot stand and perform on stage, much like Phil Collins had to sit down and perform. Oh, yeah. And he just can't sing the way he wants to sing, so he's not going to do any more tours. Now, he might do a recorded special or an acoustic thing, but he canceled all of his European tour. Is he still with uh, Sharon? Yes. All right, good. I liked that reality show, The Osbournes. I never it was, watched it. Oh, my God. You would. Uh, I'm not going eh, no, to guess what I you like. No. All right, quick correction. I jumped the gun. They're going to fix that thing on Friday. Oh. Well. All right. They were like, all right, let's let's calm Aram down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Weather, weather depending on Friday, they're going to repave that. Uh, that just one more day. That yeah. Brookwood curve. But still, I got it done. Erickson couldn't have done that. No, no, no. Von Hessler couldn't have done that. We had that. to go through all the red tape yeah. and all that. Yeah. Slade could have gotten it done. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So it's Slade and I. We, we, we <laughs> have the only it's two. his goodbye present. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, they can re they can repave the the thing and rename it the Scott Slade Interchange. Uh, Lee's in Atlanta, Georgia. Lee, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's up, buddy? Hey, Mark, how you doing today? Excellent. What's cooking? Uh, I just want to reiterate, I missed the first few minutes of your show. So I just heard you mentioning about the potholes. I almost busted two tires last evening, and about to go through again in a few minutes. Uh, on that interchange, I was just talking about. Right. Yeah. Right there. And that's, so I mean, got, if, you, if, you veer, if you veer to the left a little bit, you can miss some of it, but it's pretty bad. Well, that's I'm what I used to, that's what I've repaired. done for the last couple of months, because there used to be just like one side of the ramp was kind of drivable, but now it's it's just, it's it's rough. But again, we, we I, Lee, I took care of it for you, man. I got you. I appreciate you. that. <laughs> I got you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I almost, uh, years ago, I had a, it was raining, and I took that sharp ramp, and someone was going, you got to go slow on that ramp. Oh, yeah, you have to, yeah. And someone was going too fast, and they skidded right by me. You know, it's one one lane yeah, ramp, yeah. <laughs> and they like went hydroplane. I was like, "What the hell?" And then they spun out, and then just kept going. There's a lot of crashes there. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get it. We'll get it fixed. Lisa's up in Johns Creek. Lisa, what's going on? Hey, I was just trying to call in to let you know I drive that every day to work, and it is awful. It's gotten worse. It's like, I'm trying to think of, for, I mean, because there's folks listening now that live in LJ and they're like, I don't know what that ramp you're talking about. Uh, describe that ramp exactly, how dangerous it is normally, or just how difficult it is to navigate normally, and how bad the pavement is making it. Okay, so I come down 85 South, and then I need to get on 75 North. The very I get off on the very first exit, so I can't go left to avoid it. So I usually go over kind of into the shoulder uh, to try to avoid it because I have a small car and it's very bumpy. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, it's really bad. Well, hopefully by Saturday, Lisa, it'll be all smooth. Oh, that's awesome. Like, uh, Thanks for the influence. You're welcome, buddy. Whatever power I do have is for the people.
It's going to be like uh, smooth as extra cream cheese on a bagel, Longoria. That's smooth. All right, you know what? Let's throw your potholes at me. I got you. Let's let's take advantage of this massive amount of power that I have. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Still to come, giving away seal tickets during Millennial Match Game and Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. And when it comes to big local stories, Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram gives you more coverage than kudzu. Good time to remind you as we're talking about road conditions uh, because I don't, I can't use my influence to get everything fixed, Longoria. I'm sorry. I just, you know, you got to use your power sparingly. Um, if you see any road issues on state routes or interstates, you can dial 511 to report them. That's a good way. Um, you won't get them done within 48 hours like I just did, but at least it'll put it on their radar. And they're usually quick to respond and, and quick to fix that. So uh, 511 for, that's that for like city roads. I mean, what's that? Bellmead Road in Atlanta. Holy smokes. That's another. I'll do that. I'll deal with that next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not a 511 won't help you there. Right, that's just right. interstates and state routes. Uh, Jenny is in Canton. Jenny, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm not calling about the Brookwood ramps, but I'm calling in about the uh, acne that you were talking about. Okay. Product. The product that clears it up is called Proactive. Proactive. That was was I right with who, there was some pop singer celebrity woman that endorsed it. I'm not sure. I don't remember. It's been around for about 25 years. Who was the the, so, the singer Deborah that dated um, the crooner John Mayer? Who was the girl that dated John Mayer? I think everybody dated. John oh, Mayer. All right. I know Taylor Swift did. But <laughs> no, I don't think she her. did acne commercials. No, but it was it was a blonde singer. It might not have. But anyway, can you vouch? Jenny. Can you vouch for proactive, Jenny? It's good. I sure, yes, I can. I, I, I yes, I can. I know somebody that used it and it worked tremendously well. So. All right. Uh, anybody out there that has Jessica Simpson? With Jessica Simpson. That's who it was. Yeah, Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Have, what it. about Proactive. what about uh, tough acting, tenactin, Jenny? Can you vouch? Oh, for, I don't know about. Yeah. No, I can't vouch. You for didn't that have one. any foot fungus? No foot fungus issues. <laughs> no foot fungus. All right. Isn't it weird that all these years later, I still remember. Tough acting, ten acting. Wasn't that John Madden? Didn't he do yeah, a commercial yeah, for it? That's, exactly. that's how yeah, I remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Charlie's in Atlanta. Charlie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you, Mark. I have another road from hell for you. It's uh, Mount Perrin Road, uh, which runs between Paces Ferry and Powers Ferry. That, yeah. that section is in the city of Atlanta. Every square inch of that road needs to be milled and repaved. I moved over there in uh, late 03, and the road was horrible. So you got to be talking east of, east of the interstate exit then, like before you get to Cobb Parkway? That side of yes, Mount Perrin? Yes, that road actually, Mount Perrin goes both directions, east and west at that exit. Yeah. But the uh, problem is that I moved there in late 03, and the road was in about the same shape it is currently. And I complained and wrote letters. They finally repaved it in 04. So it hasn't been paved in, what's this, 21 years? All right. right. Let me, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to, that's not. 19 years. I don't, is that a state route? I don't think so. That's city of Atlanta. No, it's a city. Yeah. It's a city, and it's. It's very dangerous. There, I, I, some, listen, our road is sinking. Charlie, I'd love to help you out. I, I literally can't get the mayor to call me back. So I've got zero juice in the city of Atlanta. But I feel your pain, my friend. That's a high-rent district, too, Longoria. They're paying a lot of taxes over there in Mount Padon. That's the fancy way to say it. Mount Padon. Uh, all right, news, weather, and traffic coming up now. More of your calls. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aaron. Getting things done on a Wednesday. We used to be number 10. 
439 on this Wednesday. Welcome back to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. With you till 630 tonight because of Georgia Bulldog basketball dogs and Auburn here on your home of the dogs. Uh, still to come, giving away seal tickets during Millennial Match Game. Johnny Kilbasa in one hour with an early edition of the Fast Food Review. If you're just joining us, uh, no need to thank me. Um, this is part of my civic duty that uh, the horrendous pavement uh, that has popped up and that Brookwood ramp from 85 south to 75 north, I used my my waning influence, and we're going to get that repaved for you, weather permitting, on Friday. So, you're again, don't send flowers. Don't send me bacon wrap fillets from Omaha Steaks. It's it's my it's my duty. It's my civic duty to to use whatever power I can to make your life easier. Uh, we're gonna get back to some roadway calls in just a second, but this is really exciting news for me. Um, if if you don't know, now you know. Uh, this is my favorite group of all time, a tribe called Quest. You'll hear them throughout the show. Um, I went viral a couple of times uh, in regards to tribe called Quest lyrics um and then deborah green our musical correspondent lets me know today via text um they're nominated for the rock and roll hall of fame yep, they're eligible for the rock and roll hall of fame it's their first nomination that's i'm i'm beside myself I thought of you immediately thank you for that um but i i mean the rock and roll hall of fame the voting is weird not everyone gets in that should there's been a big bunch of snubs so i'm not getting excited yet even though it's my favorite group of all time who are the other nominees this year? So the voting is by people in the industry, and that's why it's weird. And then fans get one vote. Yeah, that, I don't understand how I the know, voting works. I know, I wish works. it was fan votes. Yeah. But, um, so other nominees this year, Iron Maiden. Okay. That's exciting. That um, seems like a layup. They should be in. Possibly. Yeah. Rage Against the Machine. They've been around long enough, mm-hmm. yeah. And Soundgarden, and that's going to they're going to do Ooh, one or the other. They're not going to do yeah. both, and I think it's going to be Soundgarden no. because, because of the tribute to Chris Cornell. Yes. Back me up, Andrew. Yeah, it'll be Soundgarden. When you're talking about Rage and Soundgarden, yeah. Andrew's my, my go-to person. It's, these are industry folks that are voting on this. They're going to vote for Chris Cornell yeah, tributes. Cause, yeah, because he passed away. Yeah. rather than Even though it'd be great to force a Rage Against the Machine reunion. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who else? Oh, my favorite. Joy Division slash New Order. That's who I'm voting for. Also, the White Stripes, which is some people think they're too new, but they're eligible to get in. Uh, Kate Bush is nominated this year, and that's because of all the Stranger Things oh, yeah. fame that Oh, good her. for her. Yeah. She George won't get Michael. In, George Michael will get in. Yeah, he should mm-hmm. get in. Um, Cheryl Crow. Missy Elliott. Oof. Yeah. The Spinners, I think they're a lock as well. Willie Nelson, I'm positive oh, he will get man. in. Yeah. Warren Zevon and Cindy Lauper, and Cindy Lauper is leading the fan vote right now. Is, is Captain Lou Albano still alive? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'd like to see him at oh, the Oh, it'd be induction. great if he did the yeah. is there is there a limit on how many inductees get in every year? I believe it's seven. Hmm. Yeah, it's like half of who's nominated. And then they come up with special, like... All right, so if you're saying Soundgarden's getting in because of Chris Cornell, yeah. shouldn't Tribe get in because of Fife Dog? Hmm. <sighs> I think... <laughs> Because it's really weird how they do this. Yeah. Like, they'll only pick one pop act. So it's going to be Cindy Lauper or Kate Bush. I think it'll be Cindy Lauper. She's looking to win the fan vote. Yeah, here. she should get that. Right. So, But I'd love that it, Kate Bush finally got some career it would revival. Be great if she did that. Um, when it comes to the hip hop scene, they've got Missy Elliott and a tribe called Quest. Missy Elliott has more broad appeal than a tribe called Quest does. And I think. It's going to be Missy Elliott, but I don't, I don't know. Think so. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I, I'm not taking anything away from Missy Elliott, but the the catalog that a tribe has and the fact that Fife passed away, mm-hmm. I think if if there's going to be vote splitting, it's going to ask Mooney Love at the break. All right.
She'll know. I don't want to bother. I already went in the studio yesterday. <laughs> Maybe you can her. ask her. Okay. okay. Uh, all right. So there's there's hope. You're telling me there's a chance. You can vote. So fans can vote every day, once of one vote every day up until like the week before they actually do the nominations. All right. You're our musical correspondent, mm-hmm. Deborah Green, 97.1 The River, yes. Rockstress FM. Mm-hmm. Um, give me the five locks, the five oh. that you definitely think are These getting These are the in. ones that I think are going to get in. Soundgarden, George Michael, The Spinners, Missy Elliott, and Willie Nelson. All right. Willie's getting in there. Yeah. Yeah, he has. The to. Spinners? Yeah. They're the only throwback group. It's a okay. Motown group, and they're amazing. All right. Yeah. So you're saying Tribe's not getting in. If they're going up against Missy Elliott, I just think Missy – like, my niece knows Missy Elliott songs. My niece does not know a Tribe, a tribe Called, called Quest, Quest songs. But your niece isn't voting, thankfully. <laughs> Let's. Aaron is in beautiful Canton, Georgia. What's going on, Aaron? Hey, I'm right with you, man. Tribe is one of my top five favorite groups of all time. And I would say there's a lot of potholes between here and El Segundo trying to drive (laughs) that way. So um, Uh, if you wanted to drive from Atlanta. Hey, uh, so I travel for work. I'm a a business consultant, and uh, I I experience horrible roads all over the country. And I remember a long time ago there was a TV show called Beyond 2000, and it it highlighted new technologies and things. And I remember they had a stretch of road that they were testing out a new kind of asphalt in New Mexico, and it had a blend of old tires in it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And it extended the life like four times the regular asphalt, but apparently – you know, the unions were not happy with it because obviously it meant road construction would be reduced. I do remember that. In my opinion, they would still have plenty to do with all these potholes if they would just do, you know, maybe they could actually fix them if they would use some asphalt like that that would extend the life, you know. Yeah, I I, I do remember that story. And I think Doug Turnbull hit the nail on the head because so many folks are avoiding the construction up in Sandy Springs that that ramp, that really sharp ramp has been dealing with a lot of extra traffic. And Longoria got a big pickup truck too. That's a lot of that's yeah. a lot of heft I, yeah. on that ramp. Even though I don't drive it, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Bruce in Atlanta. Bruce, welcome to the show. What's up, buddy? Hey there, Mark. Just wanted to comment on a stretch of road in my area. The Cab Industrial near Moreland, out front of Fox Brothers. Man, that that road's road. been in bad shape since I was wearing short pants. That's what I'm saying. You know what they've done recently? They've at least outlined the potholes with white chalk or paint, <laughs> so you can. So you can sort of see them as you're approaching them, but I almost, you know, bent the wheel and then uh, lost my rear end. You know, you know what? I think, so. you know, I, I talked about my civic duty. I think Fox Brothers should step up and say, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna add a, a penny to every ticket we sell because they sell so much Q. They're T-splossed, individual <laughs> yes. T-splossed. And they're gonna add a penny or a nickel to every bill, and then then Fox Brothers can just repave it themselves because. Well, I, I, I tell you, I'm not from I'm not from down south here originally. I'm from up north where the roads are bad because of salt and weather, and yeah. I just expect that. And one reason I moved down here is because of the roads. But I tell you, inner Atlanta city, not good. I well, I mean, DeKalb Avenue. Anyone that has ever driven on that knows. Since I moved down here, that road's been. I wonder if seriously if that costs Fox Brothers business. If people are like, oh, I don't want. I mean, the barbecue's delicious. But well, if uh, their parking didn't, then the yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> the, the road. But you know what I did on it. Saturday? I went to after my baseball card show at the Cobb Gallery. Uh-huh. I went to. There's apparently. Well, there's apparently. I was there. I know it. Um, in the Terrapin Brewing. Yeah. At uh, the Battery. Yeah. There's they one. They serve Fox Brothers there. Yeah. Now they they don't have as much stuff I think as the original Fox Brothers. Well, a, the menu's a little, a little limited. limited. Yeah, and if they run out of something, they just run out. Yeah. Of it. So this is the quandary. So I went. And I went with this guy who was in from Wisconsin, and he was going to pay for our dinner. So 
I went, I sat down, looked at the menu, and I'm like, I know what I'm getting. I'm getting the the rib combo. Rib, pulled pork, two sides. Like, I'm ready to go to town. And it was me, my buddy, this guy from Wisconsin, and my buddy's three kids. So I'm like, I'm like, start with them. I was trying, still trying to work out my sides. Because <laughs> right, right. I'm getting the platter. I'm getting the monster yeah, platter. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited for this. I really like Fox Brothers. My buddy's up first. He goes, I'll, I'll get the pulled pork sandwich. I'm like, mm. the guy from Wisconsin's like, oh, I'll get the brisket sandwich. I'm like, mm. <laughs> the, then the the kids are up, and he's like, yeah, the kids right. like, give me the burger. And the other kids like, give me a burger. The third kid orders off the kids menu. So in front of me, I got two adults ordering sandwiches, and I'm last. So I panicked because I wanted the rib platter. Why don't you just get it? Because I was pull a bison fillet. I was yeah, what? I didn't want to be a, you with the bison fillet. So I had to call an audible after the adults ordered sandwiches, and I was I was like, uh, just give me the chicken plate, you know, <laughs> the, you know the cheapest uh, thing on the menu. Yeah, you should have just went with what you wanted. I always do. I know, but I felt peer pressure. I'm like, I don't want to order a, a thirty-five dollar platter when these guys are getting ten dollar sandwiches. Anyway, that's my life. <laughs> I have a conscience, Longoria. All right, coming back, more of your calls. We got Stephen Portney. Portnoy from CBS joining us at 5.07. Going to talk about those Biden documents here on 95.5 WSB. And when it comes to big local stories, Atlanta's news and talk with Mark Aram gives you more coverage than kudzu. Less than four minutes away from a news update on 95.5 WSB. Angela joins us in Jasper. Angela, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Angela? Everybody clap your hands. Tangerella? Angie? Oh, is it Angie from Angie's List? Crank calling us? Uh, we'll go to Mark in Mableton instead. Mark, welcome to the show. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. What's going on? You tell me, sir. Look, traveling back and forth, working for the uh, major airline here in Atlanta. Yes, sir. Around Clark Howell Highway, Loop Road. Yes. Pavement coming up. More noticeable since they put this brine out on it a couple of months ago. Remember when it got real cold? I'm noticing that a lot of these areas, the concrete and the asphalt's coming up since they've done that. All right, on a, scale of, on a scale of 1 to 10, Mark, 1 being you can't drive at 10, it's like a satin sheet. It's delicious. How bad is that Clark Howell uh, stretch of pavement? Uh, it's it's probably about a 3. Oh, that's bad. I mean, it's just a lot of potholes that you have to navigate around now. Yeah. Especially in the morning when it's dark, going around the, you know, the airport, the runways out there, it's it's tough to see. But I've noticed it more since, you know, they put that brine down, and I don't know if that has any adverse effect. I, I'm wondering if just because of all the, the construction down there and, That's you know, too. you know, because they've been moving, you know, there's been so much activity at Hartsfield-Jackson that... When you when you go to the parking ride lots, you got to go another way now, and the and they you know the rental car, it's it's just been a mess down there. But uh, good pointing that out, Mark Clark Howell, down near the airport. All right, we got news, weather, and traffic. More recall. Stephen Portnoy is going to join us live from D.C. on the latest on the uh, Biden documents. Still to come, a fast food review giving away seal tickets during Millennial Match Game. Oh, what a show! This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on ninety-five-five WSB. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 5.09, nine minutes after 5 o'clock. This is 
Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aaron, Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 p.m. Only today, we're on until 6.30, making way for Georgia Bulldog basketball. Coming up in 30 minutes, Johnny K with a fast food review. One hour giving away seal tickets during Millennial Match Game with everybody's favorite Randy. If you missed the first hour of the show, you missed a lot, including me using my incredible influence in the community uh, to get that Brookwood ramp repaved from 85 south to 75 north, weather permitting. DOT is going to do that on Friday, so you're welcome. Uh, pretty big national story today. Uh, another FBI search of the president's home. This one is Beach Home in Maryland. Joining us live, covering the story for CBS Radio News, Stephen Portnoy. Stephen, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, thank you. It's good to be with you. Uh, what, what For folks that are just getting in their car after work, what happened today with President Biden's uh, you know, beach home with the FBI search, and did they find anything? Well, uh, did they find anything? That's an interesting question. Here's what we know. Uh, what we know is that they took some handwritten notes from that were said to be from Joe Biden's time as vice president. The FBI spent more than three and a half hours at the president's vacation home in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, just north of Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, it's where the president spends uh, often, uh, sometimes weekends. He was there about a couple of weeks ago last month. Uh, the uh, This search today of the Rehoboth Beach home is now the third time that we've become aware of that the FBI has searched a location tied to President Biden. We reported for the first time this week that more than two and a half months ago, there was a search by the FBI of the president's think tank office here in Washington, D.C. And then on January 20th, there was the FBI search of the president's Wilmington home. So now three times the FBI has done a search. The White House counsel's office says that it was voluntary, that it was done in coordination with the president and his attorneys, uh, that this search today was planned, according to the president's private lawyer. And the president's private lawyer says that no mar classified marked documents, that is to say no documents with classified markings, were, were found today in Rehoboth. This follows on a search that the president's personal lawyers did themselves on January 11th, in which they said the same, that they didn't find any documents with classified markings then. So you have uh, this uh, circumstance where, you know, uh, handwritten notes have been removed for further review by the FBI but no additional classified documents. And the White House Counsel's Office insists that it's been transparent from the very beginning. As much as we uh, are able to tell you is what we've learned, which is that uh, there's more, there has been more to the story, and we've had to tease it out ourselves. Um, and so uh, the, uh, the lingering questions include, will the president sit for an interview with federal prosecutors who are now investigating all this? The president's uh, counsel spokesman said today that uh, that would be speculative, and he didn't want to speculate as to whether the president will sit for an interview with the newly appointed special counsel, Robert Hur, who's just taken uh, control of the investigation, which has been running since early November. Uh, we have no sense of, of what else might happen here, but the president's counsel's press secretary says that the president is interested in providing information to the investigators as quickly as possible. Stephen Portnoy from CBS Radio News joining us on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. This uh, FBI search at the vacation home, does this come under the purview of the special counsel? Uh, is, is that who's directing this? So 
it's an interesting question, and I think the timing is curious. I, I want to give you a precise answer the best I, best I can. Um, the Justice Department, that is federal prosecutors, have been looking at this case since early November when the uh, White House reached out to the National Archives to say that there were classified materials and other presidential records at the, pre the president's think tank office, the Penn Biden Center, on November 2nd. Uh, since that time, this investigation, for the most part, was, was being led uh, by the U.S. attorney in Chicago. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Attorney General Merrick Garland announced that a special counsel would be appointed to take over that investigation. His name is Robert Hur, and he's just now starting in that role. So I don't know whether Robert Hur is the individual who signed off on the FBI search today or whether it was the product of uh, perhaps days or weeks of negotiation uh, being hem helmed by the U.S. attorney in Chicago who previously had oversight of the review. Stephen Portney, CBS Radio News. Thanks for your coverage as always. I appreciate your time, sir. You bet. Uh, more on that, of course, tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slate. Jack's in Woodstock, Georgia. Jack, welcome to the show. What's up, buddy? Thank you very much. Um, you guys were talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I was just wondering if they were going to do any kind of a tribute to the Motown legend Smokey Robinson. Let's go to our musical correspondent, Deborah Green. Uh, do we have any smoky? Or is it just the, is it just the Grammys they're going to do with it? it? The Grammys have something that's completely separate from the Rock Hall. Yeah. So they're not um, yeah. industry. They're, the RIAA it, runs the Grammys, not the Rock Hall. Okay. Mm -hmm. so okay, we, but the, the, thing, the thing is, I know he's got a major album he's putting out uh, this, uh, I think, in April uh, that, that a lot of people are – very interested in it's called Gasms, G-A-S-M. It's a very interesting name. I, I, well, I don't know if the program's been released for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like that, will, they won't know the program well, until he's not, if he's not nominated. He's not going to be performing. If he's there to do something, it would be for the Spinners because he was at that same time Motown scene of the Spinners. So he might, if he's involved, he's involved with the induction of it. But he's, yeah. they're not going to add another name. Smokey Robinson is already part of the the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of yeah. Fame with the Miracles. They're not going to change anything for that. Interesting. Uncle Leo, I'm told, uh, Deborah has an interesting take on on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Uncle Leo, screening the calls. Uh, you have something on the because uh, if you missed it, the nominees, one of the nominees was Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Your your thoughts and uh, oh, he's screening a call. Yeah, put I that. I got you. All right. Go, what what's your theory or what what's your your take on Miss Missy Elliot? I think Missy Elliot gonna make it over. Um the uh, trial called Quest because um, Miss Ellen once sold most records out of all female rappers with 30 million. She also was the trendsetter of having graphics and stuff in her videos before then. No woman yeah. rapper was doing that. And she write a lot for a lot of people. People consider Miss Ellen like one of the greatest female artists ever. So I think somebody that's transited, transited as that won't be denied over somebody like Try to call Quest, even though they're a great group. I just want you to know this is the last uh, day that Leo's going to be screening calls. <laughs> okay. Mark, yeah, yeah. Mark, mark that down. Yeah, and he stole Longoria's fact of the day <laughs> yeah, with the yeah, record yeah. sales. Yeah, uh, thanks. Good, thanks. Jo <laughs> good job, Leo. Moni Love said the exact opposite. So oh, what did Moni? Oh, yeah. yeah what did, all right, again, can yeah. we get the fake breaking news sounder? I forgot. Deborah went a couple of uh, studios down to talk to hip hop legend Where Moni Love. And you, how did I you phrase I posed the question. Yeah, I'm so like, the nominees came out. And we're, we're familiar with how the artists get voted yeah. in. And, you know, it's going to be down to one or the other. And when it comes to hip-hop and rap, they're going to pick one or the other. And she said she didn't even realize that Tribe Called Quest was on the list. She saw Missy first and then kind of just missed the rest of it. Gotcha. And she said then she started weighing her options. She's like, no, 
I think if they put Missy in before artists like Queen Latifah, that people will be angry. And so therefore she thinks Tribe is going to get in before Missy. This is come from from Moni Love. So now, who's who's you know? Do we do we weigh Mo, Moni Love's? Well, she's actually part of the industry. Or Uncle Leo? Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, whose whose opinion has greater weight? <laughs> I mean, Uncle Leo. You Here's know, some facts down. If this was if this was a subject on oral health care, like gingivitis, yeah, I might lean. Which to, is although, true. Although Moni's got a beautiful smile, she's got great teeth too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I, Uncle Leo. I'm going to defer to Moni Love on this one, buddy. I understand, but at the end of the day, when it comes to Tribe Called Quest, what they got going for them is like Q-Tip is their greatest artist out of the group, yeah, and he did some yeah, acting and stuff too. So slow your roll on that. Slow your roll on <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, Uncle yeah, Leo. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, good job, Deborah. Uh, I'm musical correspondent doing some heavy lifting today. All right, I got. I've been putting it off for too long. Going to talk about the tobacco tax when we come back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Still to come, Johnny K with a fast food review and giving away seal tickets during Millennial Match Game with everybody's favorite, Randy. Four bananas a day keeps your stress away. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. I know uh, Word on the Street talked about this yesterday, and I just didn't have time, about what I think is the inevitable increase in tobacco tax in the state of Georgia. So here in Georgia... Um, there's a 30 cent, 37 cents tax per pack of cigarettes sold. That is the lowest tax rate in the nation. Wow. 37 cents per pack compared to uh, Washington, D.C., which is over $5 per pack. Massachusetts and Maryland, over three fifty per pack. Um, New York State, $4.35 per pack. Oregon, three thirty three a pack. Rhode Island, four. I mean, there's some huge... Huge taxing on tobacco products. I don't think you're going to see that in the state of Georgia. But I know the folks under the Gold Dome, they're not going to pass up more tax revenue. So I think at the very least, Georgia will move up to the 60-cent range, which is like the next tier. Like Tennessee's at 62 cents a pack. Virginia's at 60 cents when I think of tobacco growing states, Deborah, what do you think of? Absolutely, the South here, Southeast. Yeah. Yep. North Carolina is what I think of. They're at forty-five cents a pack. Oh. So I think Georgia, at the very least, is going to raise their tax per pack from thirty-seven cents to forty-five percent. It, and they could do it as much as two dollars a pack. That that's a lot of tax revenue that uh, the politicians are 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 leaving on the table, and they're not dumb. They're going to say, if we increase it from thirty-seven cents to a dollar, as Shelly Winter said yesterday, smokers are going to pay it, whatever they do. I've never met somebody that quit smoking because the taxes went up. Well, that that's part of the 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 push. Like, oh, if if we make it more expensive, maybe people will quit. Um, but I I just think if if you are a tobacco user, and you can see this on cigars and dip and chewing tobacco, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I I don't know how big the increase is going to be. I don't think it's going to be too severe, but I think you should brace that. It it should be. It's probably going to round double from thirty-seven cents to over sixty cents a pack. That's my educated opinion on that. I just wanted to touch that because I've been mean to talk about it for two nights now. Uh, Ed's down noon and way. Ed, what do you have? Yeah, I wanted to chime in on the. Uh, you're talking about the uh, 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 the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, sir. And my name is at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And if I can say the call letters, go ahead. WMMS. 100.7, the buzzard, they were integral 
in having the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame located in Cleveland, Ohio, and they were selling bricks for $20 per person. They would put your name on a brick outside the front of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, they've done that so, at, at, in Atlanta at the Santana Olympic Park and Truist Park. Yeah, we're, I'm familiar. So you, got yeah, a, you have a so, brick there? Yeah, I sure do. Good for 1987, you, my name was put on a brick. Can I find it now? Sure. Heck no. Yeah, you could do it. It just might take you some time, Ed, but I, I think you can get it done. Um, thank God, thank God Cleveland has the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You ever fly into the Cleveland airport? That's all it is. It's like, hey, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Cafe. Cleveland needs something like that. I feel bad for Cleveland sometimes. It's a good city, though. Fun city. I've had. Uh, I've never been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, though. All right, when we come back, your calls. Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Twitter and Instagram. It's at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. 5.39 on this Wednesday. Welcome back, friends. Atlanta's News to Talk with Mark Aram. 30 minutes from now, Millennial Match Game with Randy giving away SEAL tickets. Don't forget, if your commute ends before the show does... You can listen at home on the WSB radio app or just tell your smart speaker to play 95.5 WSB. Since we're off at 6.30, we're going to fill your belly a little earlier tonight, my friend. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Yeah. Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, oof, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark. I'll try to talk a little faster because everything moves a little faster in the 6 o'clock hour. <laughs> You're fine, buddy. Relax. Okay. Cool. Well, hey, remember back on Monday, I kind of teased you about a lobster roll, then swerved the van over to the side and said, oh, by the way, Popeye's has a uh, shrimp roll. Yes. So it was almost there. Well, I kind of felt guilty about that, bro. So I went out <laughs> and looked and saw if there was anything actual lobster related out there. And remember back in the glory days of the early 2000s, uh, Howell Mills fast food scene, uh, everywhere, things uh, were everywhere. Well, one of those things that was everywhere, I think it was on Howell Mill. Well, Quiznos was everywhere back then. And since then, of course, they've lost about 94% oh my of gosh. their franchises over the last uh, 15 years. But they say they're poised for a comeback. They are the... You know, they were the first people that were toasting and Yeah, they were ahead of the time. Oven. Absolutely. Definitely. I loved going there. Ate thousands of lunches at Quiznos. Well, hey, they've got lobster subs back on the menu just for you, Mark. They've All got right. a couple takes on lobster. Now, in a lobster roll, I'm assuming they just give you straight lobster. This, for the record, is lobster and what they're calling seafood salad. So you're getting a little bit of lobster, and they're throwing in a little Alaskan whitefish in there just to give you a little more mass, I think. But there's two versions of it. Your regular lobster classic with basically just the lobster and seafood salad with some lettuce on their toasted buns. And then uh, they're going to do a lemon herb version that's going to give you a little lemon herb dressing on top of it. So I think there's still... I think there's about two Quiznos left in, in the greater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the Quiznos uh, website right now, and I pulled up the Lobster Classic just to get an idea what this thing looks like. Um, what I find interesting, it's that there's the calorie count on the website, Johnny, and it said calories uh, between 290 and 860. That's, that's a, a big gap. <laughs> yeah, that's a wide swath. 
I guess. Sorry about that. That's all right, Johnny. So I'm on the Quiznos website. Look at just want to see what this thing looks like. And the calorie count on there says for the lobster classic calories between 290 and 860. That's a mighty big jump, caloric wise. <laughs> what what are you what are you putting on there to to add 600 calories? Probably a big knife full of mayonnaise. That's what I would do. I know you don't. You're not that into mayonnaise. Yeah. Well, I mean, with a with a yeah. All right. So yeah, I'm I'm not going to pass judgment on on what the lobster. I'm a lobster purist. Uh, but I also, you know, I also have a sweet tooth, Johnny K. Um, and Deborah Green, uh, the executive producer of the show, not only is she our musical correspondent, um, but she came up with a list, and I think you might be uh, interested in this. Um, what is the favorite dessert in your home state? So every state has a favorite dessert, according to this research. We'll start with you in Ohio. I think you're, this is a layup for you. What's the most popular or the favorite dessert in Ohio? Uh, judging by the whiteness of most of Ohio, I'm going to go with vanilla ice cream. No, come on. What's the signature dish of Ohio? The signature dish? Oh, the Buckeyes? Buckeyes. Uh, butter and chocolate Buckeyes? Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the favorite dish in Ohio. Longoria, allegedly from Texas. What mm. do you think is the uh, uh, Texas state favorite dessert? Like a pecan pie? Pecan pie. You're exactly wow. right. Deborah Green from Wisconsin. You already saw the list. What's a Kringle? It's like a pastry. It's German, Dutch, Belgian, something like that. That's the big... Is it good? Yeah, I mean, it's a pastry. It's, right. it's not as heavy as a donut, but it's like that same kind of dough. Named after Chris Kringle, yes, maybe? Yes, okay. after Santa. There you go. Connecticut, um, that, this is uh, snickerdoodle cookies. They weren't even a, in a, around when I was... Snickerdoodle cookies have been around since the 1800s. Well, they weren't in Connecticut. <laughs> they must, were called something different. That must be a new thing. Uh, any guess on Longoria, what, uh, Georgia... The, the state dessert, favorite dessert in the state of Georgia might be. Apple pie? Nope. Leo, you want to take a, a guess? Apple. What's Georgia's favorite dessert? Peach cobbler. Mm. Uncle Leo. Uh, you're, you're, you're hired back, kid. <laughs> I, I, I let him go earlier, Johnny. But uh, um, Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, Louisiana beignets. That makes sense. Uh, New York cheesecake. That makes sense. Uh, let's see. Alabama, a lane cake. I would say we can ask Alex Williams, but A, he's not working, and B, he doesn't know that food. Yeah, it's not a soup. He would guess sweet treat. Baked Alaska for Alaska. That makes sense. That's an overrated dessert, by the way. You Air- guys have Puchkis down there? Puchkis? Yeah. No. It's a special, I think they're right around Mardi Gras, and it's like a donut stuffed with jelly, and they only make them like one week a year. Puchkis. Coming up. All yeah. right. Sounds like a, a Hanukkah dessert. All right, last one. I want you to feel real bad for the folks in Utah. Utah's uh, favorite dessert, Jello. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? That where all the Mormons are. What's oh going gosh. on in Utah? Am Jell-O. I checking traffic now? I'm all out of yes, whack. All right, Johnny K. Appreciate you always, and. And if the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Johnny Cabasa on Twitter, Johnny Cabasa rocks on Instagram, and all kinds of fun on the Sausage Up podcast. On any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. All things kielbasa on kielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. Mickey, Mickey, you're so fine. Mickey, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's on your mind? Hey, thanks, Mark. Uh, just wanted to confirm your clout with the road uh, uh, area. What happened? I came through that same uh, connection, um, uh, the ramp from 85 South to 75 North. Naturally, it's terrible. There's a sign beside the road that says, road work will be happening uh, on the third of February, <laughs> telling drivers to prepare for it. Friday. So you, yep. I still have clout in the traffic world. Exactly. How, how, tell tell the folks quickly, Mickey. How bad is that ramp for folks that never drive it? Oh, uh, 
it is horrible. Yeah. It is horrible. And uh, the people that don't repair that or don't repair the roads, they're completely at fault. And they are damaging people's cars day in and day out. And but that should be held accountable. It'll be gone Friday. Thanks to yours truly. We're going to get that puppy repaved. And it, selfishly, my wife has to take that ramp coming home from work. So you're welcome, Maya. Happy early Valentine's Day, sweetie. All right, when we come back early, Russ in Gainesville joins us next on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Four bananas a day keeps your stress away. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Five minutes away from the nonstop news feed on 95.5 WSB. We're off at 6.30, so joining us earlier than normal, it's Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to Russ, you. you got about a minute, buddy. What's on your mind? Hey, I was thinking that uh, it said Georgia grows more peanuts than anybody. So I think our uh, steak dessert should be peanut butter cookies. Remember, I think Jimmy Carter owned a peanut butter ranch. Yeah, they made him give it up. Uh, he had to sell it uh, in order to, to take the White House. Yeah. Um, crazy. Peanut butter, I, peanut butter cookies underrated, I think. I like a good oh, peanut butter cookie. Don't you cookie. hate peanut butter? I do hate peanut butter, but I like a peanut butter cookie. I hate peanut butter, but I like Reese's uh, Pieces. That makes no I'm sense. an enigma. I also sing the Laverne and Shirley theme song when I'm doing housework. So don't go by me. Don't go by me, Russ. Uh, is your, are you still uh, on Facebook probation or are you released? Uh, tomorrow I'm back. Wow. Corrali's been calling me all day. I'll probably go get her. Are you, how are you going to celebrate getting off, getting out of Facebook jail tomorrow? What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm try- I was trying to put something on there to not get kicked off again. Yeah. So I got to watch what I say. You do. Um, you should. Um, <laughs> and real quick follow up from yesterday. How was the Little Caesars pizza? Oh, it was good. I've still got some left. There actually. You go. Yeah. Yeah. Two meals yeah. out of that puppy, Russ. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, listen, congrats on getting out of Facebook jail. We'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Thanks a lot. There you go. Russ in Gainesville, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, when we come back after the nonstop news feed, Millennial Match Game with everybody's favorite, Randy. Again, we're off today at 630 because of Georgia Bulldog basketball. It's the Dogs versus Auburn right here on your home of the Dogs, 95.5 WSB. on a Wednesday. Welcome back, friends. With you for another 23 minutes. Then Georgia Bulldog basketball here on your home of the dogs. Fear not, though. Might be a shorter show, but I'm certainly not skipping this tonight. Longoria. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Hell yeah. Joining us live in studio, everybody's favorite, the Queen of Millennial Match Game future superstar, Randy Ocray. Hello, in person. Good to see you look fantastic. You got the Soror sweatshirt on. You got oh the God, pink the headphones. Soror, it's cute. Check You're her so out cute. on the uh, video feed at markaram.com. Millennial Match Game, as always, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. Today's category, quarterback or actor. Oh, all right, so I got this. All right, you, she says she's got this. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. Katie is in Flowery Branch, Georgia. Katie, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Um, I'm a grandmother of four, retired, and I've listened to WSB almost all day long. Oh, excellent. Well, thank you, Katie. I appreciate it. Good luck to you. You're taking on uh, Sammy in Sugar Hill, baby, Sugar Hill. Sammy, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Sammy. I'm a chef. I basically do a lot of travel work, and I'm basically here, and I 
have the privilege of hearing Randy one more time. I know. It's always a privilege to hear Aww. Randy. I can't even tell you what a privilege is to have her live in studio. Um, all right, so you guys are playing for SEAL tickets, by the way. This is huge. Big prize. Uh, this is how the game works. I'm going to say uh, someone's name, and you have to guess whether Millennial Randy will know if that person is a quarterback or an actor. So you don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether Millennial Randy knows the answer. She seems confident about this one. So um, usually I say when in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. But I think Randy's going to know these. As always, Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Uh, Katie, we'll start with you. Will Millennial Randy know if Boomer Esiason is a quarterback or an actor? Boomer Esiason. Yeah. All right, Randy. Boomer Esiason, is that a quarterback or an actor? Okay, so I've never heard of that before, all right? But how do you spell the last name? Uh, E-S-I-A-S-O-N. Boomer oh, that's Esiason. Oh, see, that could be on the on back of a jersey, but that also can be an actor. Mm, boomer. Mm, boomer. Boomer's like a cartoon character before, right? So let's just go with the actor scene. Let's just move it in. Oh, no! Former quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Now a, uh, he's in radio now, Boomer Esiason. All right, no point, Katie. That's okay. Sammy, you're up. Will Millennial Randy know if Steve Young is a quarterback or an actor? Steve Young. I'm, I'm, I trust that she knows. All right. She's, she's all, just that good. All trust and faith in Randylicious. Steve Young. Is that a quarterback or an actor, Randy? Steve Young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could really be both. It you could. Know? It That's really a tough could one. Be. You know, but based on the, I'm trying to go based off of the way his confidence was towards me. And he was like, she got to know this. So if I got to know it, then it's the actor? God no. dang it. <laughs> <laughs> San Francisco 49er quarterback, Ooh, Steve Young. All right, 0-0. Uh, zero, zero. Katie, you're up. Will Millennial yeah. Randy know if Larry Wilcox is a quarterback or an actor? Larry Wilcox. I'm going to say yes. All right, Randy. Larry Wilcox, quarterback or actor? I've definitely seen a Wilcox on the back of a jersey. So we're going to go with the sports player. I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. Oh. Larry Wilcox was on Chips. Oh. California, yeah. He was Poncherello's, uh yeah, sidekick. <laughs> well, I guess they're partners, not really sidekick. All right. Uh, all right, 0 for 0 for 0. Sammy, you're up. Will Millennial Randy know if Bob Greasy is a quarterback or an actor? Bob Greasy. I'm going to go that she's going to guess it right. Yeah, all right. Not that she knows, but she's going to guess it right. Randy, Bob yeah. Greasy, is that a quarterback or an actor? Um, You know, Greasy. That, you know, Greasy. How do you spell it? G-R-I-E-S-E. Bob Greasy. You want me to use it in a sentence? Sure. Bob Greasy is a handsome man. He's an actor. <laughs> oh, It is my fault. All right. I think, Katie, I think Randy's going to get this one. All right. Um, will Randy the Millennial know if Joe Theismann is a quarterback or an actor? Joe Theismann. I'm counting on you. Yes. All right. Joe Theismann, quarterback or actor, Randy? Quarterback. Good job. Oh, yeah. I got you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Sammy's up. 
Sammy, will Millennial Randy know if Fran Tarkenton is a quarterback or an actor? Fran Tarkenton. I'm hoping she's, she knows this one also. So. All right. Let's see if Randy turned the corner. Randy, Fran Tarkenton, is that a quarterback or an actor? That is an interesting last name. Tarkenton. Yes. T-A-R-K-E-N-T-O-N. Fran Tarkenton. I mean, that it's, it's giving football player. Fran. Fran. You think a football player, a guy's going to be named Fran? Back in the day, this All guy's right. out there named Kim. You're right. It is a football player. <laughs> well, you trying to get me I, I was trying to get you. All right. End of one, round one of Millennial Match. It's round two of Millennial Match game sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. Deborah, what's the score and who's up? It is a 1-1 tie. Back to Katie. All right, Katie. Will Millennial Randy, we're doing quarterback or actor here, quarterback or actor. Mm-hmm. Will Millennial Randy know if Lee Majors was a quarterback or an actor? Lee Majors. No. Randy, Lee Majors, is that a quarterback or an actor? Lee Majors. That's a, that's it's giving an athlete, but it also gives celebrity vibes, right? Wait, what time frame? What's the time frame? Uh 70s, 80s, set mostly 70s. Mostly 70s. Yeah. So then cuz yeah, then we're going to go with a- athlete. I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. <laughs> Lee, Ma- Lee Majors, 6 million dollar man. What's that? No, 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 no. Oh yeah! No, 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 no. Y'all good at that? He also did the Fall Guy and the Fall Guy. Yes, you're right, Longoria. All right, Sammy, you're up. Will Millennial Randy know if? Hmm. Jim Kelly is a quarterback or an actor? Jim Kelly. I'm trusting on her that she's going to know it. All right. Jim Kelly, quarterback or actor, Randy? That's an actor. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm sure in the history of acting, there has, Jim Kelly. there has been a Jim Kelly. Thank but no, that's Buffalo Bills quarterback, Jim Kelly. All right, Katie. Yes? Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Will Millennial Randy know if that's a quarterback or an actor? Kurt Warner. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. Kurt Warner, quarterback or actor, Randy? Okay. Kurt Warner. There was some anticipation there with yeah. her, so let's see. Um, uh, Kurt, Kurt. You know, I know the wrestler Kurt. He's an athlete. Yes. So let's go with athlete. Good job. All right. Kurt Warner from from uh, he was bagging groceries to winning the Super Bowl. Oh really? Yeah. Great story, Kurt yeah. Warner. All right. Uh, yeah. Back to Sammy. Sammy, Jane, uh, Jan Michael Vincent, Jan Michael Vincent, uh, quarterback or an actor, will Millennial Randy know? I, you know, I trust Randy completely, and I put all my chips, and I'm, I think I'm already, I've already lost, but I'm going to still <laughs> believe in Randy. All right, Randy, <laughs> Jan Michael Vincent, quarterback or actor? I've heard of that name. I have totally heard of that name, but what's is the last name, like, hyphenated? Hi, uh, the first name's hyphenated, Jan oh. Michael Vincent would be the name on the jersey. Uh, Vincent. That, it's given actor, man. I'm not a doctor, but Come I on, girl. TV. Good job. Good job. All right. Uh Katie's up. Katie. Yeah. Otto Graham. Otto Graham. Will Millennial Randy know if that's a quarterback or an actor? I'm sorry, dear, but no. All right. Otto Graham, Randy. <laughs> that is a football player. Good job. Ma'am. Oh, <laughs> All right. Uh, let's sorry. see. Sammy. Uh-oh. 
Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Will Millennial Randy know if that's a quarterback or an actor? Dan Marino. Yes, she does know this. Randalicious. Quarterback or actor? Miami Dolphins. Quarterback. Wow. Check out Randy. She knows something. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy says, there you go. All right, we're going to end right there. What's the final score of Millennial Match Game, Deborah? Final score ends up being a 3-3 tie. 3-3 tie. Do we have Nifty uh, Gifties for both of them? You know it. We have nifty gifties nifty. for both of you. They are nifty. They're nifty gifties. What did they win, Deborah? Both Green. of you get a pair of tickets to the Seal World Tour with special guest The Buggles, and that is at the Fox Theater on May 6th. How about that, guys? Congratulations. Uh, hang on the line. Leo is going to get some info from you. Uh, before you plug anything, Randy, Shelly Winter, what do you want, buddy? I'm calling to tell you, Randy should get a point. Uh, one of the uh, people that played should get a point. Because Jim Kelly was an actor that played in Three the Hard Way and several black exploitation movies. A very famous black actor that played in a bunch of karate crime movies. Come right. on, Shelly. Yeah. <laughs> Let him know. Uh, Shelly, appreciate it, buddy. No problem. There you go. Shelly, making sure we're uh, we're up to date. Real quick, your socials, Randy. Yes, guys, please follow me Follow me on the Grizzan. That's Instagram at the real Randy with the I. Oh. You did well tonight, Randy. You did well. Deborah tried to do she you dirty, but you did in. well. All right, we're going to come right back with Longoria's Fact of the Day. News, weather, traffic, and lots of fun. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Longoria's Fact of the Day. All right. <laughs> we have a, a fact of the day that just got brought to me. So, All right. do you want to read it? Or do you want me to read it? Go ahead and read it, Randy. Yeah, I can't even see it. My eyesight's <laughs> bad. All righty. The Black History Fact of the Day is John Mercer Langston was the first black man to become a lawyer when he passed a bar in Ohio in 1854. When he was elected to post at the town clerk for Broilham, Ohio in 1855, Langston became one of the first African-Americans elected to public office in America. And lastly, John Mercer Langston was also the great uncle of Langston Hughes, the famed poet of the Harlem Renaissance. I know, I know that name. All right. A Black History Month fact of the day with uh, an assist from Randy Okray. Yeah, thank you. Good job. Longoria hates doing that, Randy. So 27 more to go, Randy. Yeah, if you want to come <laughs> in every day this month. Not that Longoria hates Black History Month. He hates doing Fact of the Day. So you, yeah. want, her, you want her to fill in for you this month? Sure. Right, yeah, yeah Randy, if you want to record those, just yeah, send them to record me. record all 27 of them. Uh, real quick, Super Bowl's coming up. I didn't even get to Tom Brady retiring. Good, you know, I hope he has a good retirement. Um, the most popular food that people want at Super Bowl parties, Longoria, what do you think is the most popular food that people request at Super Bowl parties? Wings. Chicken wings is number one. Good job. Uncle Leo, what do you think's on the on the top there? Super Bowl party foods. Chips, my man. Chips, my man. Um I'm gonna go I'll give you nachos. That's an eleven percent want nachos. Uh Buffalo chicken dip, ten percent. By the way, thirty-five percent want wings. As the as the go to food, uh, chili and burgers at four and five percent each. Uh, the the least voted for food on this list, potato skins. Really? Oh, Not potato love salad. A potato skin. I just think people forget about them. Love, love potato, potato skins. Skin. Yeah, they, if you put a, pl a platter of potato skins out at a party, they're gone. Definitely before chili. Yeah. Or you put chili in the potato skins. Well, yeah, That's put next it in level. it. That's next level. Uh, star of the show there, Longoria, if you don't mind. we got to get out early, right? Am I wrong? And now, are right. you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star Oh, what are we going to do? Oh, I, I got uh, the Brookwood ramp fixed. I mean, come on. 
Longoria was like, yeah. Within minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, within minutes. Sure you didn't see that sign when you were coming into work? No. And you are just like, I don't yeah. take that to work. <laughs> um, Deborah Green gets one for our musical correspondent. Uh, I'm not giving you star of the show, Leo, but I'm also not firing you. So <laughs> There's a plus. It's a wash there. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Uh, Georgia Bulldog basketball coming up next. Stay safe. Have a great Wednesday, Atlanta. Said he's going back, going back to a simpler place and time. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.